Hello everyone, welcome back to For the Love of Christmas. <laughs> this story is called A Somewhat Silent Night by Jesse Thomas. A beam of stark white light slipped into the corridor. Jackson's breath clouded the air in front of him as he pressed forward. Bundled in a down coat, flannel, scarf and a Buffalo Bill's hat pulled snugly over his ears, he surveyed the room. He adjusted the delicate package tucked beneath his arm. The station's most recent acquisition and manoeuvred around a bronze statue of George Washington. Frost on Washington's uniform glittered in the beam of the flashlight. Evening, General, he greeted as he passed. Jackson shivered. Though the artefacts in the corridor were safely encased in temperature-controlled chambers to protect them, the museum's temperature controls were offline for the holiday. A childhood of harsh buffalo winters should have made the conditions easy to bear, but Jackson, Jackson hadn't been home in so long that the warm climate settings had lulled him into their grasp. His flashlight continued to skitter over the museum's collection, letters penned by founding fathers, period clothing, furniture and household items, among others. The wing that housed the history, the history of colonel life and the American Revolution, was under Jackson's care during their regular operating hours. The museum had closed for the holiday, despite the fact that not every planet subscribed to the same Archaea customs. They'd needed someone to babysit the place, and, well, he'd volunteered. If only because the unglamorous task came with a nice bonus. Jackson didn't anticipate any trouble, but this station was packed with priceless items on loan from various terrain museums. The thought of something happening to them kept him up at night. Perimeter checks eased his mind and gave him something to do besides go stir-crazy in the confines of his own quarters for two weeks. He'd do nothing but catch up on months of old terrain programming he'd missed and probably gain round about eight pounds. All right, everybody, Jackson announced, wheeling around to address the corridor. Sleep tight, don't let the bed bugs bite and have a Merry Christmas. He'd found that if he didn't talk at all, he would go crazy. For a split second, Jackson thought he saw a shadow pass across the corridor beyond the reaches of his flashlight. Hello? His voice echoed off brush metal walls like he was shouting into a tin can. Nothing. He shook off the unease, but the feeling that something peered over his shoulder followed him back to his cabin. Maybe it was just the chill... On the nagging loneliness. Loneliness has had profound effects on people's minds, you know. To fight it, he made a mental note to video call his family later, fill up the space with Christmas music and talk to himself some more. Jackson shed his winter coat and let the warmth of his cabin wrap around him. The bluish-white light from the screens and tablets in the room doused his dark complexion in an unnatural glow. He shuddered once more to knock the remnants of the chill from his bones and padded over to the rectangular window above his messy table. Working for an American history museum, stationed in space, had it per as it has its perks. 
the vista splattered with stars and colourful nebula and planets beat a classic room any day. The sting of homesickness was something he could tolerate while his job kept him busy, but the holidays made Jackson's defences against it weaker. The electronic coffee maker whirred in the corner of the kitchen, drawing him back to the present. He sunk down into a chair and carefully unboxed the contents within the package, hands protected by white silk gloves. Jackson lifted the antique 18th century man's frock coat out of the protective case. Jackson whistled, admiring the lush garment like a work of art. It was near pristine condition, with a few minor cosmetic issues, minor fraying at the sleeves, an errant button. He brought it in in front of his face to study the intricate floral embroidery, the work against the vivid teal silk. Jackson shook his head. Damn, Mr Harlow, this must have cost you a nice chunk of change. It did, actually, a masculine voice said on the other side of the frock coat. Jackson jumped and the garment fell from his grasp. A fine coat, is it not? Well worth the price. Jackson's mouth opened and closed, trying to comprehend the image in front of him. An older gentleman with strong high cheekbones sat across the table from him, dressed in a lavender ditto suit. A perfectly coiffed and powdered wig, complete in a symbol. He sat with his hands clasped on the tablecloth, wavering in and out, like a malfunctioning holographic transmission. Where did you... Jackson trailed off, eyes narrowed. Sorry, are you... You cannot be Abraham Harlow. Harlow smiled. I am. Or rather, the phantom of my former self. And who you... Yeah. And who might you be, actually? Jackson recovered his ability to speak. Jackson Taylor. I work here. Historian. Ah, I see, I see. Could you tell me, then, where exactly have I ended up? Last I recall, I occupied an attic in my estate in Boston. Ah, well, um, yeah. Your ancestor donated your coat to our museum's collection. Our museum, it operates in space. He pointed to the window. Harlow's eyes widened, smile deepening. How exciting! Right. Jackson couldn't believe this. An 18th century ghost in space, talking to him like it was some sort of vacation. Must be a a different view for you. Very, very much so. Gotta send a thank you to your folks in Boston. They took great care of this. He traced the embroidery on the fabric. I should think so, Harlow answered. I pestered them enough. Your museum had better do the same. Harlow rose from his chair, arms folded behind his back, to stare out the window at the foreign scenery. Jackson got up too and moved over to the coffee maker. He filled the uncomfortable silence with clinking ceramic mugs. Whatever are these for? Jackson glanced in Harlow's direction as a machine dispensed coffee into a mug with a cartoon buffalo painted on it. A gift from another Christmas. A Harlow had become fascinated by the multicoloured lights strung on a small fox tree. I take it your folks didn't decorate for the holidays. It's Christmas? He lifted a mug of coffee. Harlow adjusted to his body, which was flickering in and out of existence. An eerie image against the holiday lights. I'm merely an apparition, Mr Taylor, he said. But I do 
I do still enjoy the idea of coffee, so I shall share a drink with you in the spirit of holiday. He chuckled at his own terrible pun. Jackson shook his head and joined Harlow at the window, leaving a second mug on the sill beside his ghostly visitor. Jackson raised his mug. I hope you find your new home comfortable. He laughed, feeling ridiculous, but pleased. Pleased he was no longer talking to himself. Merry Christmas. Harlow nodded. Merry Christmas. <laughs> the end. So I guess that's like um, a ghost tale of some sort. But what you've got to remember as well is in space, okay, is in a museum all by himself. And he's been talking to himself for quite some time. So now what you have to think is, did he go insane? And he was creating an apparition, so he wasn't talking to himself. Or was he really seeing the apparition? Who knows? Thank you for listening and many Blessings.